This is HPR episode 2828 entitled Writing Web Game in Haskell Science Part 2 and is part of the series Haskell. It is hosted by Tuku Toroto and is about 46 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is Tutorto continues their explanation on simulating science in a game written in Haskell. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Public Radio. This is Tuturto, and today's episode is about more science. Last time we looked how to model technology and research in that 4X game I'm working on, and this time we actually do some research. But first a quick recap. So there's a technology that is something that allows usage of buildings, components, and such. That's research that is done in order to gain technology. And the research has antecedents, so you have to do some research in order to in order to be able to do some more research. And there's three main categories and several subcategories. There's a research cost, that is the cost of research in research points, and these points are generated by the buildings, at least at the time being. And in the database, there's Three tables, available research, current research, and complete research. And a note about this thing is that uh, there's a couple spots where I'm using map to store key value pairs. And I'm later, on, later on, I realized that this is a... When I wrote that, it sounded like a good idea, but later on I realized that it's, it's not a, that great idea. So I'm going to switch it to the plane function later on. There's a main reason is that with the, if if I to store data in the map, I always get a maybe value back from there. If I store it, in, if I use this function to that has a that is total, so it returns value to every input you can give it, every possible input you can give it, I get a, a value back always. So I, I I get rid of one one layer of maybes. So it's clean, cleaner to write, and the compiler will help me a bit more there. So let's look at the implementation. Uh, most of the functions here are interacting with the database in way or another. The very top level, there's a server API. There's a three three resources. There's a API slash research slash available that supports get that is used to retrieve for the what research is currently available to choose from. There's an API slash research slash current that 
reports get post and delete, you can retrieve to find what what is being currently researched. You can change your current research and you can delete a research from the current current list. And then there's the production API slash research slash production that supports get and that gives you info about how much research points you are producing currently. So I'm not going through the implementation of those three methods. They are fairly uninteresting, but it's maybe interesting to know that those are those are how the client connects to the server and handles handles things related to the research. And let's look at the simulation then. Uh, I'll try to avoid reading aloud all of the code and concentrating only on the interesting parts. I'll be leaving out the types mostly. But the idea is that for each faction, we are calculating the research point production, then we are loading the current research, we are updating the progress of the research that we loaded from the database, and then all the completed, all the research that is deemed to be completed are removed and moved in, handled differently. And the research that is not wasn't completed are written back to the database. That's the that's the very high level overview of this thing. Uh, there's a so if you look at the research point production, these points are produced produced by the buildings. So first thing is to load all plants and buildings from the database. For this, I have a function called faction buildings that is a query written in the SQL letter. That's a library for doing SQL manipulation, and it re it's a well, it's a fairly uh, well, I don't know if complex, uh, complicated is a better word. It's a fairly complicated because SQL letter, SQL letter syntax is somewhat convoluted in, in my opinion. But I, that's the reason I'm wrapping that behind a function so I don't have to deal with that all the time. I can make, make a function that I know that will reach into the database and it will return a list of planets and all of those pl planets list of buildings. So there's a tuple where there's first there's entity planet and second element is a list of entity building. And that faction buildings will return a list of those. Then we have to, from that list, extract buildings. So we can do that with a join dollar fmop snd and the name of the list. That means that we are first we are running the with fmop we are running the function snd to each element on on the list. And snd is a function that takes the second element of the tuple. The first element is fs fst. Terrible names, but that's how that's how they have been named. And that returns 
are list of lists. So we use join to uh, to remove one one layer of lists. So we get a, just a list of buildings. And to count the research output, there's a uh, we have a function called research output that takes a building and returns the research score of of total research score of that building, telling how much points it's producing. So we are running that function to every every uh, building on our list. So that is done with a research output dot entity val dollar diamond buildings. So research output dot entity val that means that we are combining two functions. We are taking the entity val and research output functions and making a new function out of them. So whatever whatever is fed to the entity val produces a value that is fed to the research output and uh, so we that uh, function composition is pretty common thing to do and then we use the dollar diamond to run this our new function to our buildings list so now we have a list of research outputs and then because research output is in a total research score and uh, in a previous episode we made a monoid instance for it we can use mconcat function to combine all these research total research score objects into one basically we are just summing them together that, that gives you a total of the research output so mconcat dollar research output dot entity val dollar diamond buildings and this will give you just one total research score that is the sum of all the all the total research scores of all those buildings uh, I wrote that I wrote that research output function using pattern matching meaning that the, on, a ty- on a type level the that research output function takes a building and produces a total research score. And then I have multiple definitions for that function, each with different pattern to match. So for example, for the research complex buildings, I'm writing a function, the signature reads research output, uppercase building, uh, curl braces, building type equals uppercase research complex complex close curly braces equals and then whatever that function returns this means that this version of the function matches to I mean you have to give it the building in any case but it matches to buildings that have building type of research complex if you call this with a say farming complex it would match to something else it wouldn't execute this version and then the, then I have similar definitions for each and every building that produces research research points and then, then during the compilation the compiler will figure out which one which one should be ah sorry runtime of course the 
system figures out which implementation will be called. And then, uh, if if I only will define buildings that actually produce research points, uh, as soon as I would call this function with a building that doesn't produce research points, we we would get a crash because the, there wouldn't be an implementation to call. There wouldn't be a matching implementation. Uh, in another words, the research complex wouldn't be a total function. Total function is a function that will always return a value that have, that will always produce a value for every possible input it is given. So for this reason, we have a final definition, research output, underscore equals m empty. This means that if none, if no other uh, function, division, function definition matches. When we are calling this function, then the underscore one will be matched. It's a default value. It means anything, anything goes, anything goes. And since we are not interested for the value at that point, we, we can use the underscore. If we, if we would put there, for example, what, uh, building, lowercase building, then, then it would be a variable name. Then it still would match anything, but we would have a building uh, local variable available inside of the function. But since we are not interested in the building at this point anymore, we use the underscore. And mempty means that we are using uh, our monoid definitions, uh, the unit so that's the that's the our zero value that we defined defined for the total research score. And because we are summing total research scores in our mono definition, then the unit is a total research score of zero. Meaning, whenever we call total pro, total production function with a building that does not match, we get a total research score of zero back. Okay, so uh, now that we have calculated the amount of research points that we are producing, and we have loaded our, our current research from the database, we need to update the progress. So we need to move the research forward. And there's two cases, both start from the same data. So first update the progress of all the research, and then the research that was not finished will be written back to the database, and the research that was finished will be moved into the completed research table, and the news article will be written about it. So that whoever is interested on the news will see that now this, this research has been completed, and then they can go and check the what is currently available and queue new research. So there's the, the function that does that. The main function is update progress and it, it takes a total research score and then it takes the entity current research and produces an entity current research. So entity current research only means that it's a current research, uh, data that, that has a, a 
database primary key associated with it. So it sort of maps into the database. Uh, there's a, basically we are, first we have to look up for the, well, we have a production and a current, and then we have to map the current into the research. Like the current research, we have to map, we have to find the details of the research because the current research uh, doesn't have that much of data in it. It doesn't, for example, that that doesn't tell how how many research points you are still regard regard to how many research points you still need to spend in order to complete that. For that, we need the research uh, data. So we are fetching that from the tech map. And then we are taking that research that we found apart and finding the research score. And then we are going the going to Uh, from from that we can update the research. So uh, let's see. Uh, the interesting part here is that uh, we are using, for example, when we are updating the engineering research, because there's three cases for the three three different categories. So uh, we have calculated uh, engineering research component from the research production, and we want to add that to the research progress of the current research. And then we have a, a two-level hierarchy. Like we have a entity current research, meaning that the entity has two values. It has the primary, it has the database key, and it has the actual data. And in, inside the current research, there's a, uh, it's a record type. Inside that, there's a, cur uh, there's a field called current research progress, meaning that this tells how, much, how long we have progressed. And we want to add to this value our, our research point production. And because Haskell, Haskell is a, in Haskell data is immutable, you cannot change anything, you can only create new objects or new data. That would mean that we would have to first take our uh, layer, different layers apart. So we would have first have to get our current research, then add to that current research progress value, which will produce a good new current research, and then we would have to construct a new entity current research that has the same primary key as before, but that has that uh, current research data is the one that we just calculated. And with two layers, it's still doable. I mean, it's always doable, but with two layers, it's, it's uh, not too much to write, but I wanted to try something different and use lenses here. And lenses are really uh, interesting topic that I don't understand 
well enough to talk a lot or do a well enough to do a proper tutorial. But the idea is here that uh, we can write a special kind of functions that that uh, can be used both to retrieving the values from the from the sum structure and also to construct that structure. And we can combine those together and use some helper functions to use those to either to read from very deep structure or change a value in a deep deep structure while constructing the whole whole structure automatically. So that that part is we have written as a entity val l dot current research progress l plus uh, tilde eng research dollar car current I mean. So what does the, what does this mean? There's a, the left side, the entity val l dot current research progress l. That's the lens part. Those those I wrote those and those entity val l and current research progress else by hand. Uh, the, the, the the lens library could make those automatically, but I didn't want to switch completely over using lenses. I only want to use them in some places, and I wanted to get a bit practice of writing stuff by hand, so that I sort of understand what's going under the hood. So we combine these two functions, and then we are. So this is a then function that we I can use. A, I think it was called view. I could if if this would be called. Uh, well, I could use view and this our lens, and then give it to the entity current research, and it would give me the uh, current research progress of that. So it would go through layers and give me that value. But then then we are using the plus tilde, which means that we are taking that value, we are calculating a new value, and then the lens will build the whole structure for us. So uh, maybe that was convoluted and long-winded explanation, but the main idea is that I don't want to take a uh, write a lot of taking structures apart and building them just to update a value, so I'm using a lens to do that thing automatically. It, it still takes the structure apart to, and then changes the value and builds the whole thing back up, but it's automatic. So uh, now that we have a entity current research that has been updated with the with the progress. We have to uh, write them back to the database. For, so for that, we are first filtering them. I mean, we have a list of these things. So we are first filtering the ones that are not finished, and then we are using the replace function to write them back to the database. So update finished function, that takes a, just a one one uh, entity current research data. So filtering is done with the filter function. So we have a let unfinished equals filter open parent not 
www.researchready.entityval updated. So again, we are using the dot operator to combine functions. So you can read that dot as a of because then it reads not of research ready of entity value is that what our, our uh, function does. So first we use the entity value to get the data from the entity. Then we use the research ready function to check if the research has been completed. And then we use the not function to invert the invert the result. So if it was true, it it's false, and if it was false, it's true. And now we have a list of unfinished uh, research entity research. No, sorry, entity current research. And then we use replace function to write those back down. So map m, and then the uh, open parent slash x arrow replace open parent entity key x close parent open parent entity val x close parent close parent so unfinished. So what we are here doing is we are use uh, running the uh, uh, anonymous function that calls replace and gives it a an, uh, primary key and the data to replace in the database. So that updates the database. Uh, um, I should, I think I tried to find, but couldn't find, but I probably should again, because this is a, this is a running a one, one query for each, for each data to update. So I'm wondering if there would be a, a way to touch them up. So you, I would give it a list of data and it would just run one query to update all the data. Not sure if it's possible, but that's something that I should look into. Okay, uh, then the ones that has been finished, it's again find finished. Then we move the entries to the complete research and add new entries, and then we remove the data from the current research because we don't want it to hang around there anymore, which has been completed, doesn't have to be there anymore, and then we also clear the available research for the research type, meaning that now that the one research has been completed, for example, engineering category, we clear all the engineering category, because then in the later stop we can uh, write new available research there, because this research that was just completed might unlock some additional researches. And I'll try not to read aloud code. So uh, that's handle in the handle complete function. Again, we are filtering it, and then we are turning the. It's a it's a basically the same filter than before, but without the not. And then we are that we have a finished current research. Then we are finding the research type from there of the data uh, technology and then we are using insert many to uh, move to insert to the completed research and there's a function current to completed which does the uh, that does the 
uh, when given a current research, it will give you back a corresponding completed research data. So we can just use that to create our, our completed research data based on the what has been but but uh, current research argument to them, and then just to use insert many to write a whole bunch of those in case there's a whole bunch of those into the database and then there's a research completed function that will when given a current star date faction id and the research type it will uh, it will write a news entries and again, again we can use the insert many to write whole batch of these then the last two steps are to delete from the current research all the all the finished ones in the code this reads delete delete where open bracket current research id arrow to the left dot fmap entity key finished close bracket so here we are this creates a delete uh again and now I'm drawing a blank how the SQL actually works. Delete from uh, current underscore research where uh, ID in and then the list of IDs. I think it's that that's what it will generate. But that arrow arrow to the left dot is a uh, it it creates a in in the SQL. So when given a list of something. IDs in this in this case, it will insert them to the SQL that it, that will be uh, executed, and uh, uh, then we also want to delete the uh, available research. So that's again a delete delete the open bracket available research type arrow to the left dot finish text comma available research equals equals dot fid and here there's a two two uh, constraints so the research type has to match of, of that values in that list and that the uh, faction id has to be the current fid and that's because we don't accidentally want to delete available research of some other faction only only this that we are currently handling and uh last step is to get uh create a new available research if there has if there has been research completed or if this function is the process is being run on the first time we need to we need to insert into the available research database table the researches that are currently available i'll save the random number for another time, there's plenty to talk about them anyway. But uh, uh, yeah, okay. So first we load the available and completed research because both are needed, and then we create a new st random number generator. This is done with uh, g arrow to the left, lift io get std gen. So this means that it's using the io to get uh, access to the 
uh, input output, so it's getting access to the SAS system, and then it's creating a new stand random number generator, and that is assigned to the G. And uh, this is because the randomness depends on some state of the system. So usually this done that it's uh, current time that is used for that. Because this is a pseudo-random number generator that we are getting. Uh, if if we are, if we construct like like when we construct a pseudo-random generator with a seed value, it will always produce the same sequence of the numbers, no matter how many times you run it. So we have to vary the seed, and that is done with the current system date time. And uh, then, the, then I wrote a helper function, get r, that is uh, using a given random number generator, it picks some amount of entries from a given list. And this picking is completely uh, even, it's not weight in any way. I have been thinking that I should do some weighing there, but I haven't gotten around to that, and I don't, re I don't really have a good plan for that yet, how I would weigh it. But uh, the list for oh, uh, for list for, to pick the the, the, the research uh, new, new available research comes from the new available research function. And that that is uh, takes uh, and then different categories are handled separately. So we have engineering and social sciences and natural sciences, and they are sort of separate in the system, so they are handled separately. We are using the same random number generator here, random number generator here. So they, while we are getting the same sequence for all three cases, it shouldn't matter. And if if I later realize that it causes problems, I can change that still. And then we are writing the database by rewrite available research. So, for example, if we were to figure out what research is available for the engineering, we would write this as a let ngant equals get r g g is our random number generator. Open bracket, unresearch limit, max available, close bracket. This tells uh, what's the research limit, how many, uh, how many researches we can keep going at the same time. And dollar, new available research. This is the function that does the calculation of what research is available, and that takes parameter is engineering, max available, available, and completed. So... This engineering means that it will only handle engineering research. Max available is the research limit. How many researches we can have currently? This is currently hard coded to three. Later on, there will be a, a system that when you unlock some uh, some higher research, you get a higher research limit. Research research limit value, meaning that you can 
you're not so you can better guide your research to which direction you can go. You have more options to choose from. And available and completed are loaded from the database. So there's available research and complete research. Because uh, new available research needs to know what has been completed and what is currently available in order to in order to, well, the, strictly speaking, it only needs the complete research to figure out what research is available. But by passing in the available, we can do some some uh, optimizations. So the uh, new available research has a quite a bit logic inside of it. The, Main idea is that first we check that if the research limit is a, a higher or equal. No, sorry. First, we, yeah, first we check if the amount of currently available research in that specific category is a in in engineering in our case in this example is higher or equal to the limit. And if it's, if we are at the limit or beyond it, we are just returning the empty list because there's no, no new available research. First, we have to get our available research below that research limit. Otherwise, we return candidates and the candidates are counted by, well, there's a multiple steps. So uh, candidates are all the research categories of specific type, engineering in our case, that have been unlocked and are unresearched. So unlocked and unresearched are the ones in unlocked research that are not not known. So we have unlocked research and unlocked and unresearched are the ones that are not known, that are, haven't been researched. And the unlocked research are again are from the tech tree, all the research that have all the uh, un, under the antecedents available and no text is the all the completed this is given outside completed uh, all the research types of the completed research so that's a I don't want to read that aloud the whole implementation of that because that, that probably wouldn't be very interesting if the code is in there in the show notes as usual. But the idea is that based on the what ha, what has been what is available and what has been completed, we filter that data and get to the get to the list of a specific category. Basically it's not a specific category. And this is the uh, research categories that we are getting from there. 
Uh, okay, so and from from that new available research function, we get the in our example the engineering candidates, and then we want to update the database with this with this uh, information. Uh, we uh, we figured out the new available research for the engineering, natural sciences, and social sciences separately, but then we use the then we just combine the lists together because it's easier to handle. The reason we keep them separate in the in this step is that the search limit is per per category. We have to figure out that the category, but after that we can just combine them. And now we have a list of list of these uh, categories that we can. Ah, uh, sorry, not categories. A list of available researches that we need to write into the database. And this is done with the rewrite available research function. And uh, here, the, uh, we, first we have to find our top categories of, of all this uh, information. So we have to find if we have uh, some research that we want to write available, we want to find the top category of that. And we have to find that for all the researches and we want to make a list of unique items. So we we use mkunique to get a, a list, list of uh, categories Top categories. Oh, sorry, research categories. No categories. Yeah, we get a list of categories that are unique. And then, if if the list is not empty, we do two things. First, we delete all the available research that are of this faction. Uh, are the, these factions available research? And that are in the list of the categories. And then we use insert many to uh, create available researches. So this will mean that if some if our faction completes complete research in the engineering category for for example we manage to Research a spaceship hull, caravel hull, for example, which is in the engineering uh, materials, if I remember correctly. This will, this function will find out that that engineering materials research belongs to the top category of engineering, and then it will wipe all the engineering available researches for this faction. The, there should be two left if everything has been gone as planned. And then it will take all those new engineering researches and insert those into the database. And this is, like I tried explaining earlier, this is done because uh, completing a research might unlock some other researches. So we want to, when figuring out what research to do next, or letting the player option to figure out what research to do next, 
ja uh, taking those new, new possible new researches into account. Again, we are still taking a, a limit a subset of the. There might be that there's a, for example, ten different researches that could be available, but we are only giving player three to choose from because the the research technology is limited. They can only see three op- options, and when they get more advanced advanced research technology, they they get. They get, for example, difference engines and analytical engines. Then they have a research limit of four. They can better guide their research to, towards the direction they want. They, they, they can see more research options. Okay, now everything should be ready for the next month of simulation. So, to re- recap... Uh, recap we find out what is what is the current production then we find out uh, what's the current research in the database what's the available research in the database uh, sorry we actually find only the, what's the current current research in the database and then we update the research of these current ones and Those that wasn't completed are written back to the database. Those that was com- were completed are removed from the current research and bo- moved into the complete research while at the same time creating a new entries, letting the faction members know that this research has been completed. You should do something about it. And then we are creating a new available researches if there's a, if, if the situation warrants. That's it. I I think this this was a bit bit convoluted explanation. I'll try a bit better next next time. And in any case, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, uh, you can reach me by email or you can reach me at the Fediverse where I'm tuturto at mastodon.social, or even better, write your uh, record your own episode and. Next time, well, I don't know yet what, what I will look into next time. Something related to the Haskell, that, that's pretty much given, I think. So this is Tuturto. Thanks for listening. Adastra. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.